you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey guys, this is Charlotte and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. A quick programming note we have been invited to discuss our WrestleMania predictions tomorrow on Fightful with Sean Rossap. Should be a lot of fun. Of course, oh, our can't wait. our official predictions video is going to be going up later on this week with our confidence points. But uh, tomorrow we'll give uh, everybody a pretty good indication as to yeah. what uh, yeah. where we're leaning on all these matches. It'd be interesting to see where we differ and where we have the same thoughts. I'm still a bit undecided on things, but I have until tomorrow at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific to, to figure it out. I haven't really thought so much uh, to, enough about it to actually put anything down on paper yet. I mean, a lot of it, I was kind of surprised that I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like this is going to go this way. This is going to go this way. I think like it's going to be really a face-heavy uh, WrestleMania for obvious reasons. Uh, tonight's Raw uh, didn't really... Did, Advance didn't, anything. Wasn't necessary. I mean, here I mentioned this in, in the pre-show. I feel like a couple weeks ago, when they figured out what matches they actually wanted, they just pulled the trigger on those stories, and then that was it. These mm-hmm. stories have had basically no build yeah. with how they're being presented. Bob Lashley, on a dime, all of a sudden, didn't like the guys that sort of brought him to the dance hurt business. Like this bond that they had, this brotherhood they had, just sort of dissipated. Poof. Like just immediately, it was it was ridiculous, and so it's basically like a brand new Bob Lashley situation. How many times? Getting. How many times did the Hurt Business actually challenge for the tag titles before winning them? It was a lot. It was tons. It was a lot. They lost a lot of matches before finally winning those tag titles, and they and they lose them, and then that's that's it. Like, why don't you have Hurt Business walk into wrestling? Because I I do think that Bobby's totally going to lose that thing. Yeah. But why wouldn't you have gone in? I mean, and I understand having the New Day. I mean, you could have done it like a triple threat tag team to to get. If you want to put those titles on AJ and Amos, why not have Hurt Business walk into WrestleMania as tag champs as a unit? Bob Lashley walks in as champion as a unit. I understand they just wanted to get a bunch of heel heat on Bob Lashley. All I of a guess, sudden, he's a coward. Yeah, and that's. I think that's the problem. It's a terrible it's, idea, it's, though, because it's it more is interesting. A terrible idea. I, I understand. Way. I understand that they may have had reservations about continuing with her business as as they were constituted, for fear that Lashley was going to get cheered. But at the same time, if you actually set up the story, you know, more than three or four weeks in advance, you know, you can set up the story of okay, Drew has odds to overcome, significant odds. He essentially has to wrestle three men. Mm-hmm. To regain that title at WrestleMania, yeah, you know, and it, you know, I, I and and you, I'm sure, like a lot of people, were very happy that Bob Lashley finally got his hands to the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. and with you know the f- first week or two after that happened, I think we were both uh, rooting for Bob Lashley to retain at WrestleMania. I thought it was it was it seemed like it was a decent possibility. However, as soon as her business disbanded, as soon as Bob Lashley enters into the 24-7 locker room. They're telegraphing right then and there that Lashley ain't holding on to that title. He'll have it for, what, a month and a half, maybe? Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's a disservice to Bob Lashley because he's been doing good work. Yeah, they're they're really banking on Drew being, you know, they're the, the top face of the company. Um, you know, and so they wanna they wanna make this as traditional a good guy versus bad guy thing, leave no ambiguity to it. People aren't gonna be yeah, but like Lashley. I said, you know, if 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 you if you have Lashley win the the title three months ago, yeah, rather than a month and a half ago, yeah, then you you people can have that initial pop for him winning. 
be happy for him. Yeah. And then you book Hurt Business as the most dominant faction possible. Yeah. You know, have them kind of cool, but not too cool that they're going to get cheered. You yeah, know? That, it's it's a difficult total line. But also, it presupposes, dude, that like they knew what they were doing going into all this. No, they didn't, and that's the problem. That's the biggest problem, is that you're not booking three months out, you're booking three weeks out. And that we and, and before we, we went on, we were talking about Rhea Ripley, and I think that's another instance of something like that happening, where, you know, she pops up on Raw three weeks ago, mm-hmm. challenges Asuka for a title match at Mania, and... And just based on what has happened so far, what has ha- what happened tonight, it doesn't feel like a huge deal. Not to me. Even, you know, it, it they, they could have made that feel like a big deal. Because, I mean, in that situation, I feel like, and I don't know, I mean, just from piecing together the various, you know, behind the scenes uh, rumors and stuff. Mm-hmm. It feels, and just what we know happened, Lacey Evans got pregnant, Charlotte... Uh, well, we don't really know what happened with Charlotte exactly. I know she had Well, Andrade COVID. said they told her that she was pregnant and then pulled her from her storyline. Oh, that's right. Of- yeah, there was that stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. if that was the case in terms of her being pulled from Mania, which seems to be the case, um, you know, they, they were like, okay, well, yeah, at, to your point in the pre-show, they have a lot of depth in the women's division. They could have gone any number of ways. Mm-hmm. They went with Rhea Ripley because, hey, this is a big deal for a big spot. The problem is it's going to be two years in a row that she's probably gonna lose at WrestleMania. And you're doing you're doing Rhea a disservice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really if, have if, to. She has to really recover from that. Especially the idea that you have Rhea in this match and she loses. Just hold off and bring and and have her her true Raw call up debut the Raw after Mania. Yeah, and then build and build and build and build and build and build. And when you when she has that first title match, it feels inevitable because that's what you want, you know. But here's you want the thing. someone walking yeah. to their first title bout. That you know they're behind, and it feels like all right, this is happening. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just think that like you know that they brought her out there first big match at WrestleMania. Up until tonight, I thought there was, I was like, man, I think she's probably going to win this thing. Like, but then she just blatantly like pushes Oscar off the top of the thing. That the problem with the, the problem is there are very simple ways that you can more effectively tell these stories and present a bit more drama going into WrestleMania. Yes. And they just don't. It's like it's 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 again it, with with the case of Raw. What specifically with the case of Raw? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of lazy creative. It's just it lazy really ways of getting. I mean, places. we saw that again. T- I mean, speaking of Rhea, we saw that tonight. Where hey, let's put Rhea and Oscar, you know, opponents at Mania in a, a tag match against the tag champions. We just saw that on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Just saw it. Yeah, you know, it is lazy creative. Yeah, totally. And that's what happens when you have three weeks to build up. To your 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 show, you know, like your number one show of the year. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be the show, yeah, for WWE, and yeah. and it's hard to. There's stakes, yes, but to get the level of importance that feels necessary for WrestleMania, like half these matches feel like they could be at any other pay per view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the spectacle is going to be the thing. I'm I'm very much looking for Russell, looking forward to WrestleMania because you know the spectacle is going to be the thing. And I think all the talent is going to deliver, and that's the most important. They are. I think yeah, everybody absolutely. on the card yeah. is is going to is going to deliver. Yeah, and it's like it's funny because we were just talking about this in the pre-show as well, thinking of other WrestleManias because uh, Tempest uh, from Wrestle Talk had mentioned, I think it was him uh, on Twitter, that the uh, the build thirty one was uh, pretty terrible, but it's considered a pretty damn good pay-per-view yeah, it was pretty good wrestlemania was we were there it was awesome and you know but it ended the the, the build ended with uh cheesy roman and brock lesnar doing the yeah. tug of war thing and and it's like yeah you want more drama going into it but at the end of the day the the, the wrestlemania is the thing and I, I i imagine i honestly think that wrestlemania is going to be a ton of fun this year it would be nice to be given a bit more to chew on on the on yeah. the road and like know? i understand not every year can be like wrestlemania 30 where you have daniel bryan speaking of Inevitable, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah, not every year could be like that because mm-hmm. those opportunities creatively don't present themselves on an annual basis. I mean, you could try, you could try to manufacture uh, uh, moments like that the best you can. Mm-hmm. WWE doesn't really tend to do that very often, but one could try. Yeah, um, you know, but just some some storytelling that that <laughs> that takes or that you dedicate more than three weeks to build up to, uh, where you have a series of blow off matches where we as the audience are invested in these stories 
are invested in in the blow off matches, invested to see who comes out of these stories on top. Yeah, and there's just not a whole lot of that this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, kind of a forgettable go home. There wasn't anything like painfully bad about it. No, it was just it was just nothing. Everybody did their darndest to sort of you know uh, uh, roll with the stories they had. We'll just kick this thing off. Drew McIntyre comes down, sort of reflects on the past year since the last WrestleMania. A lot's gone down. But once again, I'm fighting for the WWE title. Uh, he says, you know, a lot's going through my head. Baron Corbin's not really one of them, though. Lashley is. He's tried what he can, but this match is happening. We've had similar paths on the way up, but what separates us? I'm willing to sacrifice more. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. The difference is you can go back home. Make up for lost time. I left my home. I don't get that luxury. He goes on a little bit more. Lashley and MVP come down. Lashley claims that he saw fear when he put him in the hurt lock. He felt him shake and pass out. And Drew says, well, those are tough words, but that wasn't fear. That was me going out. The hurt lock is no joke. He says, uh, He says, but the bottom line is you need help to win. Lashley says, I don't need help. And Drew says, yeah, we're all jacked up here. Let's throw down now. And he keeps on trying to goad Lashley into getting in it. MVP says, no, 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 no. This Saturday, you're going to lose your dignity, your consciousness. You're going to lose the match. Drew says, well, maybe I should just give up. I'll become an Uber driver or an Amazon driver. Uh, He says, but why don't you come up here and I'll kick your ass. MVP says, "Uh uh-uh, Drew. He says, after tonight, you'll be lucky if you make it to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Out comes King Corbin, and he says, hey, 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 face the facts. There's no WrestleMania for you. Come on, Lashley, give me a shot. He says, tonight I whip your punk ass. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. Let me ask you something. I'm going to fast forward to like the end of the show, basically. When uh, Lashley's walking backstage, Sarah walks up to him and is like, hey, who do you want to face at Mania? And what does he say? He says, Drew. <laughs> yeah, he has it. He can do it. <laughs> and it's like that one sentence that he's given to say just kind of... <laughs> Craps on the story yeah. they've been building this last two weeks. Did you notice that there's like, yeah, I know they want to. It's weird with Lashley. They have no idea what they do. So you get things like him wanting to put a massive obstacle in Drew's way to get him out of WrestleMania, but then claiming that he does. Yeah. And the, fun, the funny thing is about that line is that one of the great things about Bobby's win and in the couple weeks after it, before they totally turned him into a different person was the sincerity of him. He was able to be, hey, I'm a bad dude, but man, this has been a long road. I'm really happy to be here, you know? Yeah. And it, That first it, promo he did after he won the title was amazing. And every scene, everything since they turned him into a different person has felt so forced mm-hmm. and almost cringy to listen to. Like MVP can deliver phone book yeah. dialogue. Yeah. Like he can do whatever. Lashley yeah. can't. Lashley is one of those guys who's just really good when he's genuine. And mm-hmm. I saw that. That was the one difference when I was watching him in Impact during that one small stretch of time when I was watching Impact and Lashley was there. It's because he was basically just being himself. And I was yeah. like, where is this guy in the WWE? Because with the exception of those few weeks after he won the championship, he's never really been himself. Nope. He's never been given the opportunity to be himself. And... And it's just, it's striking that now that he's doing something that he obviously is just being forced into, him on the mic just doesn't work. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're back to being like boring guy who's forcing it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, after that. It's a bummer. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, we got the New Day. They're chatting backstage. Riddle rolls up on a scooter. Uh, He's talking about what Amos did last week, said it was messed up. He says, uh, hey, Kofi, I've never seen anyone get as high as you got last week. I wonder if on Saturday he can get both of you that high. And Kofi says, hold on, hold on. No one is getting that high on Saturday. Uh, we're going to get down and win those tag titles. Uh, Woods asked him about his match against Ali tonight as well as his match against Sheamus at Mania. If I caught this right, Riddle called Sheamus stinky. Oh, I didn't even notice that. And then I think he said Ali was sticky. Oh yeah, he kept on making like uh like it's weed references. Yeah, I get it's all it. weed references. It's all weed references. And it's something like he'll have to grind him down and something like that, and then he leaves. And then New Day was like, Is he? It's just yeah. obvious obvious weed references, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I'm not into it. You know what's funny though? Like with the exception of Riddle and like talking way too much, 
I actually am kind of a fan of the scooter thing. I think the scooter thing kind of works. It works for him. And and the only reason I appreciate it is because he's so damn good in the ring and they have kept that, you know? Yeah. Like the intensity oh, I, is there yeah. and and everything else. It's like, okay, he keeps the joking outside of the ring, but in the ring he's a beast. Yeah. I like the scooter stuff. I like the scooter stuff gives it makes him, me laugh. Some, yeah. Sometimes people just need a little bit of business, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. It works. I, I think yeah. the scooter stuff works, but they they go way too far with the stoner stuff. Um yeah, that stuff I could I could do with and it. Like, like if it was references, dude, I'd be fine with it, but just the whole like droning on and on and on, I can't stand that. I know. I know. I know. And uh, tonight it didn't make sense. So I'm here, you know, he's he's talking about Seamus being stinky and all these sticky or something like that. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. After that, Xavier Woods had a match against AJ Styles, a rematch from last week. Uh, pretty early on, AJ locks on the calf crusher, and uh, Kofi grabs a mic, says, hey, Amos, we saw you had a list last week. Let's see what you got this week. And then he chucks the mic at his stomach. <laughs> yeah. It hits him right in the abs. Yeah. And, and so he explodes. runs in the ring. Amos follows, so AJ breaks the hold. Uh, Kofi leaves. Uh, AJ's talking crap to him. And then uh, Xavier Woods rolls up AJ to get that W. Mm-hmm. Go home, Matt. We got new tag champs on uh, uh, this weekend, don't Dude, we? Dude, they have not. Te- they have telegraphed this title change like every step of the way. Every step of the way, with the exception of Amos throwing them around here and there. Every step of the way, the New Day is, has had the upper hand, and they have foiled AJ and Amos. Mm-hmm. They said this is AJ's third straight loss, singles loss. I think they're, prior to this, he totally. had one yeah. one singles loss. I think it was yeah. to to uh, TLC. Yeah, challenge Drew for the title. They are totally, totally, totally getting those titles. Very, very reminiscent of the Build the Survivor Series when AJ was completely hapless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and led Team Raw to victory. Yep, yep, Clean exactly sweep. right, exactly right. After that, we had uh, Braun Strowman in a steel cage, dropping a promo. I refuse to believe this man's ever been bullied, Larson. <laughs> I mean, unless he had like one of those weird, tremendous growth spurts between yeah, like, maybe 13 a late and 14. He could be, a, could have been a late bloomer. I wonder. I don't know. Uh, anyways, he comes out. He says, I've been bullied since I was a kid because I'm stupid. Shane comes out here making fun with a fake report card. Here's the thing you don't get, Shane. You know what you got yourself into. Running ends. The running ends when the door's locked. No hiding, no running, no games. At WrestleMania at the end of our match, when your corpse lies here, hands... It got, it got pretty grim towards the end there. Yeah, you talk about his corpse laying there. <laughs> Shane comes out dancing. He says, a steel cage match, huh, Braun? You know what? That's not that stupid. He says, many match would say this match favors you, but I'm no man. I'm a McMahon, and I will <clears throat> outwit you inside that cage. <laughs> and the next morning, when you look in the mirror, you will say, boy, I am stupid. <laughs> so at this juncture there's a commercial break and I went to get uh, pull my monitor out of a box and by the time I came back this was all over what happened uh, it was Braun let me let me well, I'll, I'll ask you a question Braun versus Elias and Riker in a I don't know what they call it if it's a handicap match where they don't have to tag but that's what it was yeah tornado it's like a tornado tag it was match. a tornado was, do they call it a tornado when it's that okay something like that yeah so uh, what do you think happened here well, what do you think the finish of the match was Shane was out there. I didn't see. I didn't see Riker or Elias anywhere. <laughs> and they brought the cage up. Yeah, so they had a match: Elias and Riker versus Braun. What do you think the finish yeah. of the match was? Uh, I'm guessing uh, power slams for everybody. Correct. And yeah. uh, and who do you think ate the pin? And it's a trick question because it's not just one person. <laughs> yeah, I was say both of them. <laughs> you both of them ate the pin. That's correct. Yeah, it was a pretty quick match. Elias and Riker really didn't get much off. Braun power slammed them both, dragged uh, Riker over to Elias and put both hands on him, pinned them both at the same time. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have Miz and Morrison carrying some paint cans backstage. Quick interview with them. They say they have, they talk about the various painters in history. They say, of course, Miz and Morrison. They say they have a masterpiece to paint. They get to Bad, Bad Bunny's sweet looking Bugatti. Mm-hmm. This thing looks amazing. $3.6 million. $3.6 million. And they paint, hey, hey, ho, ho. I've never seen two people be so careful with graffiti, with uh, with with marking up somebody's car, because clearly this stuff is washable paint. Yes. And they, they do, and they, they're very careful just to get it on the on the safest area where it could just be sprayed down and you're all good to go. Mm-hmm. So they paint the car. 
Um, it's clearly just, you know, wash offable paint. Yeah. Bad Bunny comes around the corner, pissed off, obviously. Miz and Morrison attack. Pierce comes to make the save. Finally, Damian Priest shows up, uh, and uh, and Miz and Morrison get run off. Yep. After that, Oscar uh, and Rhea Ripley uh, teaming up to take on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax prior to Raw earlier in the day. Uh, Rhea is backstage doing pull-ups. Sarah rolls up to her for an interview. She asks, how are you going to coexist with Asuka? And she's all, I know what I'm doing, but does Asuka know what she's doing? Mm. We have to coexist because if not, we'll get ripped apart. If Asuka wants payback, she's going to have to wait till WrestleMania. This is totally, completely predictable. Uh, Rhea really wants no part of the match um, unless it's on her terms. Right. Early on, Asuka tries to tag in. Rhea's, no, nah, don't want to. Uh, eventually she does. There's a point where she's squaring off with Oscar, or sorry, with uh, Naya, uh, escapes the body slam, comes over and tags Oscar back in. Uh, Oscar's in there for a while. Uh, Rhea eventually gets, uh, she, sorry, Oscar hits Naya with a code breaker, tags in Rhea. Shayna's into Reginald gets on the apron. That distracts Rhea. So Shayna chop blocks her. She tumbles to the floor. Eventually, though, Oscar gets back in. She goes on a run. She goes up on the top rope for a drop kick, and then Rhea just pushes her off to the floor mm-hmm. and then goes over there, drops her face first again, puts her back in the ring. Shayna hits Asuka with a running knee to get the win. Yep. Uh, pretty transparent what's going on there. Uh, yep. Afterwards, I mean, it's 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 heartening to me that Asuka's going to pick up a win at WrestleMania. At least yeah. that's, that's what yeah. I believe is going to happen. So um, that's pretty rad for Asuka, assuming that actually takes place. Um. Cedric backstage, him and Shelton uh, uh, encounter MVP. MVP says, I hope you're not here to beg to get back in the hurt business. And Cedric grabs him, runs against the wall, says, you're a leech, you're a parasite. A washed up has been. Cedric says he can't wait for Drew to kick Lashley's teeth in and expose him for what he is. Uh, They leave. Shelton says something like, I forget what he says. He gives him a little bit of business too. He leaves. We got a quick interview. All of a sudden, I think Sarah rolls up. It's like, hey, MVP, by the way. Uh, she says, are you concerned uh, about the, what those guys just had to say? He says, never. He says, what I am is disappointed in the arrogant, ungrateful attitude of Cedric and Shelton. It's because of me they became tag champs. Lashley comes up. He's like, hey, what's going on? And uh, he's like, uh, he's like, don't worry about it. Just take care of it in the ring. Lashley says he's going to break Cedric in half. Uh-oh, that's weird. You're muted. Yeah. No, you're not muted. No, I'm not. This next bit I missed as well because uh, I didn't have my audio set up on my, my new monitor. I saw it was uh, Nia and Shayna and then all the uh, contenders for the women's tag titles. Looks like a lot of arguing. Is that what happened? Yeah, it was just uh, so backstage Nia and Shayna, they got an interview. Sarah was busy tonight. Uh, said, uh, are you confident you'll be able to defend on night two, given that you don't know who your opponent's going to be night one? And uh, Nia's like, of course we are. It's funny because it's kind of a long-winded way of saying that. And Nia says, do, do you need a glass of water for saying like the longest question ever? I don't know. Nia was pretty funny here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Nia a lot. She's great. Her and Shayna, you know what, man? Her and Shayna don't get enough credit for all the work they put in like the second half of the year know. of know. like COVID time. They've sort of become like the Oscar of of uh, of the second well, half, they've, they've of kind COVID, of been the, you know? The, the, the you know the same kind of role that Sasha and Bailey had when they were women's yeah, right. tag champs. Yeah, just everywhere, you know, and it's, it's the only titles that go can go to any brand. This is a shame that Shayna keeps on getting rolled up by people, but that didn't happen. Yeah, no, so. I know. So, anyways, she might get rolled up at Mania. She might get rolled up at Mania. So yeah, I mean, dude, nothing happened here. Uh, she says, "Of course we are. You know, we're ready to go." And then Lana and Naomi show up, and then Mandy and Dana show up, and then Natalia and Tamina show up, and then the Riot Squad all butt in. And then Billy Kay shows up, and she's like, it's going to be me. And they're like, do you even have a, a partner? And she was like, well, Carmella's reviewing my resume and headshot. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she gets sort of shoved out of the way. And then Nia explains they're going to have a match night one to determine the number one contender. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, Bob Lashley took on Cedric Alexander. Um, Shelton and Cedric attacked Bob Lashley before the bell. Uh, MVP was on commentary. And he's asked, hey, you can do anything to help? And Lashley says, no, nah, he can handle himself. And he was, he was say, hey, Joe, remember this time we were in this one place and you were getting... Uh, jumped by people and I helped and you got mad at me for doing so. <laughs> yeah. And the Joe says, I'm like, yeah, but they're, you know, they were civilians. These are, you know, trained professional <laughs> wrestlers. It's different. <laughs> anyway, so Lashley stuff. does end up fighting them off. Bell rings, match begins. Uh, Lashley basically immediately has the upper hand. Uh, he hits the, uh, the ring post spot where he has him the fireman's carry Ram Cedric into the ring post. He tries for the spot again later on. However, Shelton helps Cedric escape. Cedric then rams Lashley at the ring steps. Hits two suicide dives and neuralizer and Sagiri missile drop kick. That only gets him a one. Uh, he's looking for, like, I think a springboard flatliner. Lashley catches him, hits a spine buster, then a dominator. Shelton's ringside. He's telling Lashley to stop. He says, all right, that's enough. No more. Instead, Lashley hits another spine buster, puts Cedric in the hurt lock. Uh, Cedric passes out. Uh, Lashley doesn't let go of the hold. Shelton comes in. Uh, that's when Lashley lets go of the hurt lock. Hit Shelton with a flat liner, puts the hurt lock on him. Right. Uh, Lionheart here in chat says the outlines of the women's tag match for night two looks like Carmella and Billy. Pretty sure there was just like female renders that they have. They're like the vacant guy, but for women. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't read too much into that one uh, because they probably haven't even decided who's going to. I think I'm going with Lana and Naomi on that tag match, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Did they ever have their tag? They had their tag match, though, didn't they? Yeah, they had has anybody match. there not had an actual tag match? I mean, Billy and Carmella, if they end up being a being part, yeah, yeah. I don't think Tamina and Natalia have had a tag title match. Yet. Really? Out of I all guess. the matches they had, they never had a tag match. No, I don't think they've. I remember a, a title match. No. Wow, that's, that's true. That's pretty shocking. Um, after that, we well, had the story. A, the story is Lana and Naomi winning. That's like the story, though. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Randy and. I want to see that. I want I want them to mix up those women tag women's tag titles a little bit. It's getting a little as much as I like Nia and Shayna. I want to see them chase as well, you know. And I don't want to see them break up quite yet. I think they're great together. Yeah, they are great together. But if they lose, they're going to break up. Maybe. Uh, after that, we had uh, an extended recap. Was there anything new added to the Orton Fiend stuff? Was there any interviews no, really or promos? Because I saw this and it was like going on and on and on, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my chili. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you make cornbread too? Yeah, it was good, man. It was good. I forget. I didn't go with the regular stuff that I usually get. I went with a different. I forgot what it was. It was just no, in there. Okay. I don't even know who got. It. I think Lacey got it. Gotcha. It's really good though. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, Damian Priest, Damian Priest, and Bad Bunny come out. Uh, Priest uh, offers up a tag match because you know they've gone too far now. Offers mm-hmm. up a tag match. Let's let's raise the stakes, Priest. And Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. Hands the mic over to Bad Bunny. I thought he did a really good job with the promo. I thought it was a little bit long, but mm-hmm. again, it was genuine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. He says, I came here following my dreams, believing in my dreams. I love this business. I love and respect every superstar back there. I remember watching WWE with my dad, with my brothers, my family. Got a lot of good memories of WWE. But now, uh-huh. now I don't know. I can't. That's the problem. It's just you how can. I, I, it's how I say it now. Within your power, man. Now I don't know how to feel uh, or how to think about with this experience. I came here to perform. Uh, I was very grateful for the opportunity to perform at Rumble. Literally a song named after Booker T. I love Booker T the way I love Stone Cold, Taker, Flair, all the legends of my country. I used to love and respect Miz even, but he doesn't respect me. And that's been since day one with no reason. I know I did what I did, and I'm not a pro wrestler when I came off the top rope at the Rumble, but I'm a man, and he disrespected me, my career, my music, my fans, with no reason. 
He says, there's no reason to attack me with a guitar to paint my Bugatti. Who do you think you are? You are a legend and I respect you, but you don't respect me. You crossed the line. I don't know why and I don't care. This Sunday, I'm going to show you how to respect me. I'm going to shut your mouth and rip your ass. <laughs> uh, Ms. and Morrison show up on the Tron then. Ms. says, I want to be very clear. Bad Bunny, you don't belong there uh, in WWE. WWE is their world and you have overstayed your welcome. We're going to, he says, they're going to embarrass you, hurt you, send you home. And then Morrison says, we accept the tag match and they get in the limo and ride off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, he says, whip your ass. I thought he said, rip your <laughs> I like rip better. It sounds like it hurts a lot more, like with X-Pac. Um, Goodness. After that, Sheamus sees Ali backstage. He stops him on the way to the ring. Ali says, uh, you know, I got, a lot of, I, got, I got a lot of problems with that, Matt Riddle. He says, uh, Retribution's dead because of him. I'm not U.S. champion because of him. He says, I know you have him on Mania on Sunday, but tonight he's mine. Seamus is like, you know, we don't have a whole lot in common, but we both hate that guy, so I'm going to be out there. Uh, so we get Riddle versus all. Oh, and then Riddle comes speeding through on his scooter, Great. Great. making funny scooter noises. Uh, yes, then we get Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, Seamus is on commentary. Riddle has the upper hand. He goes with the commentary desk, uh, puts on Seamus's hat, starts kind of dancing around a little bit. Ali comes from behind, hits with the leg sweep on the floor, go to commercial, come back. Uh, Ali stumps on Riddle's foot to turn the tables, kicks him in the gut, starts working over his midsection a bit. Um, Riddle eventually uh, escapes that. He goes on to run, hits Broton, and as he's going for the cover, Ali locks in a Koji clutch. Riddle powers him up for a fisherman buster. That gets him a two. Uh, then Ali hits a gut buster. That gets him a two count, goes for a tornado DDT. Riddle catches him right into a bro Derek to get the win. I love the bro Derek too. Riddle brings that intensity, dude. He got him and locked in and then he pointed at Sheamus. Yeah. And then he did it. I love that. I thought that was rad. I, I thought it was great when, when Ali kicked him in the gut the first time. Mm-hmm. He was basically doing throw up noises. Blah. Blah. Dude, Riddle is a hell of a... He delivers in the ring, man. He really does. He, he does. really does. And good he for really him. Does. He's going to win on uh, at WrestleMania too because yeah, Sheamus is. already he picked is. up his win on him. Um... After that Drew promo, he just, I know, I know, I understand what you said. I know I don't like this role for him. Anytime it's an interview, he just recaps stuff and then he just explains what's happening and none of it really adds anything. Well, he did say that Corbin had a huge melon head, so that was fun. (laughs) He does, man. He does. So do I though. If I, if I shave my head bald, I'd have a huge melon. Yeah, I know, but yours isn't as weirdly shaped as mine. That's why mine. See, if you look at it straight on is it doesn't look, it's not wide. Mm -hmm. It's just long this way. It's like alien. Like, yes, I have alien. The Geiger alien. Yes. (laughs) Cause I, I have, I have, I wear a very large hat. Yeah. Like a seven and three, eight or something like that. Or five, eight. I can't remember what it is. It's this, it's a larger hat. You got that big brain ears. Uh, after that, we had Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. They gave this a lot. This is actually a really, really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was like, man, wow. Towards the finish, I was like, wow, they might actually uh, change the uh, the Mania main event here to Baron Corbin versus Bob Lashley. Man. <laughs> Shane McMahon's about to have a word with you if you uh, if you keep thinking that along those lines. Steve. Anyways, fun match. So Lashley, I mentioned this earlier on. The, he's he's watching backstage. Uh, Sarah walks up to him from an interview. Who do you want to face at Mania? I'd love to beat up Drew, he says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are we going through this whole thing? We have a bounty on him. Why then. are we doing Just face thing? him at Mania. Yeah. You can yeah. call off Corbin right then and there. Anyways, uh, Drew's in control early, looking for a future shock. Corbin rolls out of the ring. Drew follows. Corbin kind of trips him up off the apron. Drew then just those cells, drives Baron to the ring post, then to the steps. Uh, go to commercial comeback at that point Baron's in control he hits a, a flurry of, of 12 to 6 elbows on Drew hits a choke slam gets a 2 shortly thereafter Drew responds with a spine buster that gets him a 2 Baron goes for an end of days Drew counters with the headbutt future shock that gets him a 2 count uh, Drew goes to the top uh, Baron hits him hits a spine buster uh, gets a 2 count off that shortly thereafter hits a deep 6 gets another 2 count MVP leaves the booth Tells Corbin, hey, remember, it's not about winning the match. It's, it's not about beating Drew. Take it's about out. taking him out. Take him out. And so he hands Baron his cane. Uh, 
Baron gets it, takes a swing at Drew. Drew ducks, hits Claymore to get the win. And then they have a stare down between uh, he, Drew, and Lashley. Drew's in the ring. Lashley's on the stage. Yeah, and that's uh, that's it. That's the road to WrestleMania. I mean, th- there might be another development that'll inform us a little bit on Friday on SmackDown. But I, I kinda... think there will just for the main event. I think that's kind of it. I feel like that's it. Roman, Edge, and Brian are all gonna talk. Probably. I think they're just all gonna. Isn't that what wasn't that was like kind of announced? They're just gonna talk. Yeah. Well, they said they're all gonna be there or something like that. But you know, sometimes people go there and talk, and then they fight. So. Yeah. Um. There's not a Sasha and Bianca segment announced for SmackDown yet, is there? No. Yeah, I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. That I mean, they, they they might do like an extended recap package. That wouldn't shock me. Anyways, let's answer some questions. Why don't we? Sure. Broken wheelchair. Vince wants heel heat on Lashley. Why not just have hurt business screw Drew out of the title instead of ruining your best thing going on Raw? There was a mil- there's a million ways. There's a million ways have- you could have kept them together. They didn't afford themselves the luxury of time. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo, power rank more objects that Amos should no sell after being thrown at him. <sighs> Uh, Rich, Dirty Rich here has some good answers. An announcer's chair, a table, an anvil, and AJ himself. I think those are all great answers. Yeah, those are great answers. I mm-hmm. think anything smaller than like a moving vehicle. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But then you, like you talk about a car, that just, that just kind of that stresses believability, you know? I'm okay with the Moss, though. With the Moss, I want him to do crazy stuff. That's, it's like like Braun back in the day when he would just yeah, like totally, bring totally. down huge things. I'm cool but with if that. someone comes, you know, uh, a car comes barreling down the road towards him. I want to see the car bend around him, and then somebody comes flying out of it. Great as that would be, it just again, it's just not that believable. No, I mean, simply find that you can do it in a cinematic state. match, and it'll be very believable. Uh, organ grinder, remember when you were in school and are assigned a big project a few months in advance, then you end up putting it off <laughs> with only a week left and turned in half ass. That's how the road to WrestleMania has felt. Yeah, yeah, I used definitely. To do all the time and stay up all night the night before it was due. More often than not, yeah. Yep. Uh, I did that. I did one time. I did a, a report in middle school, in junior high, on uh, I do like a oral presentation on Paraguay, and uh, and I did it. And it was the most half-assed thing ever. And then my uh, afterwards, my my teacher was like, uh, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, that was all right. And I was like, yeah, my mom's from there. He was like, your mom's from Paraguay, and that's what you gave us. <laughs> I was like, oops, I should have kept my mouth shut. Wow. I don't even think I asked her for any info. Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris. Time for who should... Wait, what the hell? Huh? Am I on the wrong thread? This is the raw QA. We already answered this today. Greg? We answered on News Beef. David Matushik. Since Damian Priest been added to Bad Bunny versus Miz with John Morrison, how do you think Bad Bunny would fare in a tag match compared to a singles match? I think it's a great move to start him out in a tag match. Yeah. Yeah, because you know you can. Yeah, that's of... a lot to ask for someone who has no training, mm-hmm. no real experience to go out there and and be in a singles match for ten minutes. Even that's a lot to ask. Yeah, dang MQ Oscar's three and zero at Mania, and Sasha's uh, uh, sorry zero and three at Mania. Mm-hmm. Sasha's zero and five at Mania. Who needs the win more? Well, mathematically, Sasha. I f- I mathematically Sasha, but I feel like Oscar. I feel like they just sort of treat Sasha like a big deal. And her mania record doesn't really reflect that, but mm-hmm. I think they do treat her like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Twinewinder WB builds like they have a toddler in the house. They know they can only build so high before that maniac comes and knocks it over. That <laughs> <laughs> maniac is a perfect way to describe a toddler. Uh, let's see here, JTV. I turned off Raw because of Rhea Oscar tag team. What moment in recent history made you want to turn off Raw because of the stupidity of the booking? I mean, shit, I most mean, weeks. <laughs> I mean, can you can you name a moment on Raw over the past couple months that has made me want to keep it on? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a more apropos call. I'll be honest with you, man. They just don't bring it on Raw like they should. Nope. They just don't. Nope. They had a good two weeks I, around yeah, when uh, Lashley's winning the title. Thought but, they were gonna, I thought they were turning it around. And they didn't turn around. Nope. Nope. 
uh, Haha Jackson, can we please get an RVD Matt Riddle session during Mania? They should be a backstage segment. That'd be cool. Oh, 100%. Luis Areza, quick. A match has been cut short due to the dreaded X, and you've been tasked with sending two wrestlers to put on the best 10-minute match. Who are you sending out there? Uh, like Rich, ever or just right now? This Mania. This Mania. Oh, this Mania. This Mania. Okay. So they can't uh, be on the card already. Right. I would go with... Well, they can be in the Andre. All right. That's fair. I would go with... So Rich here stole one of my answers. He says Ricochet and Cedric. I would actually go with Ricochet and Ali. That's what I was going to say, too. They, they could put on a, a five-star, ten-minute match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Organ Grinder gets a sub to Jubilee. Uh, or I would just send Hogan out there and have him talk. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Flats, if Vince had the technology, would he have CGI dog who solves mysteries that follows around Riddle? <laughs> I, if he hears that idea, he's probably going to invest in it. He might, yes. Uh, Mondo Volgare, do you think WrestleMania being the first show back with the crowd will mean it'll be heavy on faces going over to make it yes. a feel-good show? Yes. I don't, I don't even need to know or I think that's how, how it's going to happen. And I, yeah, in fact, that's, that's a lot of my... Uh, yeah. My uh, predictions are going that way. Uh, White Brownie, takeover predictions when? Probably tomorrow. We can do those tomorrow. We could do, well, let's just do those on our Wednesday preview. You mean a Wednesday news brief? Wednesday news brief. We always do a preview okay. in the news brief. Well, yeah. how about this? Let's keep it on the table tomorrow just in case it's a slow news day. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, Dirty Rich, are they not doing AK entrances anymore? I have not seen them lately. Yeah, I think I saw one like two weeks ago when Rhea debuted she got an 8k yeah 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 but i can't recall i didn't notice it at all tonight i did not notice it tonight no uh diehard homer so what is the punishment for mania we haven't even talked about it dude we haven't even talked i mean i i, I mentioned that one thing do a, a reading of that book oh yeah which i still think is a great idea because that book that looks is, good is rad i don't that mind sitting here reading that sounds cool which book was it Oh man! Uh, oh, it's one of the one of the ones I gave you, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. I think I think it was one of the, it's. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Hold on a second. Uh, no, I think I got that myself. I think I got oh, that right. myself because I got it on Kindle first. Uh, it was. Let's see here. Book. Ah, uh, where is it? Uh, is this it? I don't think this is it. I don't know. I'll obviously go get it. I don't know. I think it's out in my bookshelf out there. Gotcha. Fear and loathing. After falling asleep on March 10th at 1 a.m., Vince wakes up at 1.04 a.m. and decides he hates the whole WrestleMania card. He sends the W private jet to bring you both to Tampa and says, God damn it, pals. I need new hosts and a new card. Mm-hmm. First night is hours away. Give me some brand new matches while they order us Del Taco breakfast. What does your brand new WrestleMania card look like? Oh, man. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I'll be honest, man. I think they've done... uh, The matches, the matchups themselves, I think are fine. Yeah, it's just the creative behind the matches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, shame... Sheamus versus Riddle for the U.S. title. That's a match I'm into, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apollo with his new character against Big E for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm into that. Yeah. I would change the host, though. Bailey would be the host. Bailey would totally be the host. But I, I suspect, I'm, I just suspect that something's going on with Bailey that we're not privy to. Something personal, possible. maybe. Uh, Jorge D with WrestleMania approaching, uh, to give it your best, you've got to reach your prime and show us the passage of time. Uh, which few could have used an eighties training montage and which song? Well, I like when they did Drew's, um, uh, uh, gameskeeper stuff. 
I would say you could do something silly with Riddle, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Get a damn Yankees high enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I like that. Or insane in the insane in the brain. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Night by night. We're back to the hole, Steve. The figure steps out of the shadows. You did know the voice all along. Standing before you, puffy orange shoot, sh- suit and all is Space Enforcer. Oh, wow. Uh, I just knew you'd make this difficult, he says. You ask why he would betray you. I am not your enforcer, Dullard. I oh, am no. the space enforcer. Same body, two different people. He moves closer. Now, are you going to do a raw review or am I going to have to do some enforcing? Do you perform the show, attempt to interrogate him, or fight him? Well, take that one off the table. I, I don't want to met number one, enforcer is a big dude. I wouldn't want to force our enforcer. I wouldn't want to fight our enforcer, let alone no. this all powerful enforcer. That's terrifying. So take that off the table. Yes. I'm not going to try to interrogate him. However, I will try to diplomatically get to the bottom of who really he is and what his goals are. Or we could just do the raw review and try to get out of there. No, because I feel like we just do the raw review. There's going to be another thing and then another thing and then another thing. This is like a Kafkaesque nightmare at the bottom of this hole. We're never getting out. Regardless of of what we say, that's going to be the case. Well, are we going to just go out and then be like with a shrug? Or are we going to go out fight Steve? I would think the shrug. <laughs> you and I are more shrug people. Come on now. I only let's... shrug in the face of a zombie apocalypse. Otherwise, <laughs> let's fight. You don't shrug in the you, – you collapse in the face of a zombie Oh, that's true. I, I assume the fetal position. That's right, yes. This and, is a and, great and... question here. El Blanco Noche. If Vince was on Cameo, what would he make his Cameo cost? You have to buy the cameo service. Like you have to spend billions on cameo, yeah, to 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 find out or or the cost of a single snow coat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bottom class with the sub. Thank you very much. Shane's birthday tweet. What is the worst bad booking all of the end of WCW days or lazy booking all of the build up to Mania this year? So what is worse, just like bankrupt creative or lazy creative? What's the example of bankrupt creative at the end of WCW? Yeah. That's better. Because at least they're trying. And it makes for so much great after-the-fact content. And at least they're trying. They really were. Like, that was them being desperate, trying their damnness to do whatever they could. Uh, Mike Goat. You think we'll see any surprises or call-ups on the Raw after Mania? Probably not. I don't know. I'm I I sort of a I think it's like a 50-50 to be honest with you. I like to think anyways. Uh let's see here. Uh Dog Authority figure. What are I don't know if I can What are some of the best and worst go home segments leading into Mania? What was the the 30 go home segment? Was it Daniel Bryan with everybody in the ring with the doing the yes stuff? No, that was a couple weeks before. That was before? That was when they said, yeah, you're in. You're in the match. Yeah, that's when Triple H gave him the, said you have to fight me, then you're in. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, the go home for that was. Hmm. I'm assuming it was some sort of Orton Batista go home. Was the, the brawl between Charlotte, Rhonda, and Becky on the go home episode? Oh, yeah. That was brilliant. That was great. That was absolutely amazing. That was so darn uh, good. Patrick Oliva, do you guys still get excited for Mania as a fan, or does the work of it take away from it? No, I still get excited. I still have hope that they make it feel important and special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rocco, both punishment stream related uh, uh, ideas. Steve draws a crap issue of a comic book story by mods, and lo- and for me, I have to make a crap song on stream. I have to do a comic book, like the mods have to do a story, and you have to draw it, and it's got to be awful. I'd rather read a book. <laughs> I feel like writing a crap song is pretty easy. Like I could probably yeah, do right. Pretty, you could probably do easy. that really quickly. Yeah. All right, one more good question. All right. Uh, Die Hard Homer, I guess I'll pick a different movie because I missed your answer for True Romance. Who does Walter play in Goodfellas? Oh, for True Romance, I said Val Kilmer's Elvis would be played yeah, by Walter. Good. And then what's the what's his new question? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Walter. Who do who do you uh, who who is played by Walter in Goodfellas? All right, let's take Leota out of it. 
because that's let's kinda... take let's take Leota, let's take De Niro, let's take Pesci. Yeah. Wow, all those guys. Uh who said uh, 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 get the papers? Get the papers. Oh, Tommy, yeah. Was it Tommy two time? Johnny two something like that, right? I think it's Johnny. Johnny, Johnny two time. Uh, like oh, dude, ball. no! It'd be come on! It'd be it'd be uh, it'd be the Spider? boss. No, no. Oh, oh, Paul Sorvino. It'd be Paul Sorvino. Yeah, yeah. Big Sal is that his name? I don't know. Paulie, hey, Paulie. I think it was Paulie. That sounds right, Paulie. Hey, Paulie, come on! What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I would never do that, Paulie. Come on! <laughs> I do Ray, Ray Liotta doing that. Uh, what was that commercial he was in for the thing oh, to stop smoking? Shit! It was uh, it was uh, 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 uh something X. Um, it's and Antrix something Antrix. That sounds right. You know, I gave up smoking like years ago, and I couldn't do it. Now I lost it. I lost my Leota. Anyways, yeah, that's you good. had it for a second. I had, had Chantrix. Yeah, I can't do it. Now I'm on the spot. Thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.